The following is an archive podcast presented by the Branson and Hudson Foundation for Podcast Recovery. This podcast is entitled Operation Wineskin. It is the first and only episode of the podcast. Welcome to episode one. Uh, good morning, everybody. We are currently en route to the Portuguese border and about 100 miles from our landing spot in uh, Galicia, Spain, flying on Ryan Airlines. Um, kind of a lot of people around here, so we'll try to make do with what we got. Um, my name is Buster Doug Mail Ashmore, and I am taking point on this operation, which we have named Operation Wineskin. Our aim is to cross over into the Portuguese border, find and liberate the man known as Peter Thiel, and bring him back safely onto American soil. Uh, Peter Thiel, he made the mistake of attempting to unite the Iberian Peninsula after getting the idea for it in a playthrough of a video game known as Europa Universalis 4. Uh, the Portuguese government took offense with this uh, because he wanted to have a Catalonian lead the project because he did not investigate the many cultures. Now the peninsula is at risk of total war. He, he is currently being held in an underground prison below a Madeira music venue where he is being tortured with sad traditional music. We are the initial strike and extract team and should be able to make contact with the enemy after about an hour of crossing into the border. Uh, this operation should be quick and easy, people. We go in. We come out. We are Onyx Edge, the private security company, and we're going to go ahead and make a name for ourselves today. Now, let's go around, state our name and our service records. Uh, Elian, why don't you go first? Hello, everybody. My name is Elian Echelon Aguirre, uh, codename Recalcitrant Bodega. I am... Um, well, we really don't use ranks uh, in where I work, but I, in little backstory, in 2015, Disney purchased both Shin Bet, an army of Israeli intelligence, and Opus Dei. Uh, I was previously had the opportunity of working for Opus Dei since I was uh, commissioned an officer of the occult after graduating from Vanderbilt University, uh, and I did some work for Shin Bet. And it was just great to see two two groups that I really respected, three groups really, with Disney coming together. Uh, my boss, well, we don't really like to use the term boss around here. It's sort of an open workplace where ideas flow three, freely. But my direct supervisor, I guess you could say, is, you probably recognize him, he's the G-Man from uh, Half-Life. And he's actually a super humble guy. But uh, basically, uh, you know, I don't like to brag too much, but I've had a few tours of duty. I uh, my first tour after I was commissioned a uh, a, a warlock of the Opus Dei cult was this is also when I was working with Shin Bet uh, after my Opus Dei uh, aide de camp kind of I uh, it was a tour of duty at New York University specifically at the Tisch School of Performing Arts and I was tasked with occultishly ascertaining the position of the enemy which was. Um, you know, groups like uh, Jewish Voice for Peace, and if not now, some of the most dangerous terrorists of the BDS movement, the the, mo- the deadliest, most nihilist <laughs> terrorists in the world. And I, uh, you know, we don't really like to brag about numbers here at Chinbet Disney Opus Day, but I did bag and tag 30 sickos from the Tisch School of the Performing Arts. After that, I was stationed at Duke, uh, Kent State. <laughs> It's actually a very popular popular place to tour in my line of work. Um, I, I I engage a lot in sort of uh, Spanish. That's why I was selected for this mission. Is my expertise in sort of Spanish style of magics of Catholic magics. Uh, you see, right now I actually am drinking my mother's ashes mixed with water because uh, it is Spanish tradition to worship your mother's skeleton <laughs> to gain powers from her. But, do you mind, if I, t- do you mind I also, if I try that? You can go right ahead, brother. Here, take Thanks. a swig. Um, basically, my mission is, mm. and There's the artifice, my, mm. my mission is, I believe, and I know this to be true from my years of service, that the most dangerous group in the world right now is the Unitarians. Mm. And the Unitarians are behind everything. They're behind the BDS movement. They're behind the popularization of condoms in popular media. They're behind. They're behind uh, the BTS movement in Korea. They are, yeah. They're behind yeah, BTS, the most dangerous anti-Israel movement mm. in all the Asian style of peninsula. And, and it's taking uh, over the Western culture right now. I mean, teenagers are you know they're being radicalized by this group. Yeah, 
and yeah, they are. They and are also thirty-two-year-old women men. in Brooklyn. They yeah, they're m- mowing down men and women spiritually. And uh, I just hope on this mission, uh, I can show my expertise of the Spanish occult and uh, also secure regional uh, regional safety for Israel in the Iberian Peninsula. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, um, Mensch, why don't you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, why you're selected for this team? Absolutely. Well, I can't speak for anybody else, but I think I'm extremely, extremely excited to be here. Uh, I've never seen a Spaniard, let alone a Portuguese, although I am uh, <laughs> do have racialistically uh, aware feelings towards them. I, uh, I, I have not encountered one yet. My name is Mensch Ivory Steen, uh, codenamed Velveteen Moyle. I'm here, as you can see, I have a large, um, well, you might call it a stick, but I call it a scepter. And uh, it's, 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 I've, I've been using it for many years, you know, various accoutrements and diamonds, etc. have been attached, detached from it. Uh, it does have quad rails. Uh, so as you can see, there are several, several scopes. As you can see, I do, in, I, well, I don't exactly myself invent, I do pay another man to invent certain gadgets and tricks for me. As you can see, they have a, a, a sort of triangular scope shape. That is because I do place the scepter in front of my actual eyes, and my, my third eye does look through the, the red dot scope, which does fire the eight uh, 22 caliber Derringer pistols attached to this, to this, uh, to this scepter. Um, Quite a little noisemaker you got there. It's really bright too. It's got a lot of decals on it, a lot of diamonds. Well, he it's has a suppressor attachment for ex- the more ex- low key. Exactly. I do have one long, also scepter-like suppressor, which uh, covers each barrel, so it turns into sort of an H shape, or, or more like a ladder. <laughs> it does. It does become unwieldy in this configuration. But if it comes down to it, if we are in the, uh, if we are in uh, what I like to call the shit. Uh, it does come in handy. I can also strike mm-hmm. uh, eight eight targets with one uh, one pull. Well, actually, I do have to pull each if individual. If they're standing real close to each other, also, I think that is correct. Of... Like a like a line of not is correct, but occasionally lines of soldiers do march. There are certain valleys and and vistas in the Iberian Peninsula where they still are practicing Napoleonic uh, march warfare, and uh, so I am prepared for that, even if you are not. Uh, but thank you for butting into my business uh, where that is concerned, sir. What do you call yourself? Well, that, that is actually quite smart because the Spanish and Iberian troops still do use the tercio, the, the tercio formation. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, you will be able to take out uh, Realist, several Spaniards around here. S- several Spaniards in one fell swoop. I, maybe even a Catalan if you're lucky. I, I did start out, just a little background. Well, the, first of all, the scepter is called the Liquid Kiss uh, for, mm-hmm. for reasons unknown. I am, as you can see, myself drinking a liquid. I would prefer, unlike 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 my good uh, my good co-religious over sip there. Of that? Absolutely uh, not, sir. This is uh, you would be likely allergic to this uh, substance. Um, I mean. You use a lot of uh, elixirs, and you have t- kind of all kinds of crazy tinctures, uh, Valve, that you've... I am... For a number of years, I've known you, but I haven't ever uh, you know, tried them myself or used them myself. I, I, I do feel like it is a personal subject. I will allow you to look at it if you, if you want. It's a bit, you, cloud, it's a bit cloudy. It is... It is, it is milk? Kind like of milk? Milk, I think. It I think is... It is semen from both man and beast. Um, now, before you know this becomes a big thingy here, I recognize that that is uh, you know an un an, uh, you know an uncommon method of ingestion of of uh, the jism products. Um, but I do mix it with anise and occasionally burdock root, and I, I find mm. that it gives Ooh. me. As you know, I am a I am a dark rabbi, uh, which is a practitioner a jewish practitioner of crowley and sex magic uh and and you know we our religious practices uh do involve me drinking several several quarts and liters of 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 uh of of both raw and uh and alchemically mixed jism each day well i'm sure that's a powerful spell absolutely that well, I, you know well. i grew up doing rat magic in the sewers of new york uh my 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 mentor, uh, Dr. Talia, who unfortunately now has deceased, uh, has unfortunately beheaded herself. Um, she taught me. She taught me very. 
Well, uh, she she was a very powerful woman regards to uh, spell casting and things of that nature, particularly harnessing different types of orcish magic. But you know, kind of moving on, we'll honor her memory later. Uh, uh, Wyatt, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your service record, and then we'll we'll formally kind of start out our mission plan. Absolutely. My name is um, Wyatt Agatoris Chevron, codename Aldebaran Denmother. Hail, brother. I am one of the founders here of Onyx Edge that I started, um, you know, with Daddy Longlegs a number of years ago. Uh, previously, I was a Navy SEAL for 15 years, multiple tours in Iraq and Afghanistan, and um, the African Horn. Uh, I also was a Freemason at 12 years old, the only exception of a child Freemason. I am the cleric mouth father of the Cabinet of Woost. And uh, for a number of years before, in between the military and Onyx Edge, I worked with uh, Nickelodeon as head mm. of security. Um, I was closely associated with Dan Schneider, the famous producer, as his personal bodyguard and... Um, you know, I learned a lot from him in that time, but I thought it was time to branch out, and that's why we started uh, Onyx Edge, which we paired with uh, GoDaddy. It's a GoDaddy mm -hmm. enterprise. We are very grateful and, um, for them. Very, very, uh, very early in our, uh, you know, our our path here. It's only been around for a few years, but we're excited. Um, we are here on this, you know, public airliner, but we have set up a tactical soundproof tent. Above all of our seats, we're sitting here. We are on a, a few different um, tactical laptops, you know, the ones that are bulletproof. And um, we've lit several candles around here to, you know, highlight some of our practices. And um, we're going to Portugal and we're going to get Peter Thiel. That's right. All right. And uh, I'll formally introduce myself. I am Dogmail Ashmore, but everybody please call me Buster. Um, Codename, as uh, uh, Wyatt said, I'm codenamed Daddy Longlegs uh, from Pilot Knob, Missouri. I served active duty in the Green Berets from 99 to 2015. I served four tours in Afghanistan, one tour in Iraq, and one tour in Alberta, fighting separatists that, from what I could figure out, they worshipped oil, which made them kind of Zoroastrian followers of the fire god mm. Ahura Mazda. Uh, from what I gathered, I was honorably discharged in 2015 for liberating too much copper pipe from the air conditioning units of Afghani schools. And I am a practitioner of pagan and elemental worship. I am an Ozark Rust shaman, uh, primarily a worshiper of the green man. A large kind of, you know, a lot of people make fun of me, say like the, the jolly green giant kind of green bean man, but is more of a large green man with feather or with like feathers and leaves and like a tree for a face. Uh, my power material is copper. Uh, everybody knows mm -hmm. my weapon and all that here. I got it. Um, this is named uh, Medicine Stick. It is a 405 Winchester model 1895. Uh, replaced the majority of it with melted-down copper wire, which I took from the people of Afghanistan, who are my mortal enemies of the blessed green man, as they are from the you know Middle Eastern tradition of Zoroastrianism, of worshiping Atar, the Holy Flame, the avatar of Ahura Mazda, and the mortal enemy of the green man, as his... As the flame of a Hura Mazda is one thing that can harm him. Um, so, I, you know, a lot of people talk about, like, the Western world versus Christian world, but it's really just an extension of the conflict between a Hura Mazda and the Green Man, nature versus fire that wants to make it extinct and whatnot, you know? So, you know, I, I, I was discharged after they found me with 10,000 pounds of copper pot that I took home from the Middle East. Um, and you can see here on my gun, I got uh, powerful sigils kind of all over it. Uh, sigil reads CRLJ, which means Carl's Jr., a hamburger restaurant that is important to the area pilot knob, and uh, SBWY, which represents the Subway Sandwiches, which, uh, you know, great sandwiches, but they're founded as a pagan mystic by a fang, uh, pagan mystic Fred DeLuca as an homage to Yahweh. Subway, Yahweh, a lot of people don't kind of know that stuff. Um, so I got all this stuff here, and I will admit that I'm kind of more of a sword guy. And as always, I am joined by my pig, Simon. Simon, who can predict the weather and do other various tricks that I learned using a lot of my shamanistic practices. And Buster, you're one of the the you're one of us four in this um, company that uses will, that has I'll a familiar. You, you. you have a familiar with you that you use. Um, don't know how. Yeah, that's old Simon. 
Don't know how Simon manages to stay alive, honestly, in all of our missions. But He got a little Kevlar pig vest. You know them canine dogs that kind of go with the cops when they shoot other dogs? He's kind of got one of those vests that we put around Simon. Simon's got a couple tricks up his sleeve. If he looks at the sky for a long time, I know it's about to rain. If he starts biting on sticks, I know there's going to be a storm. Uh, Simon's been through everything with me, from Afghanistan to Alberta. Uh, and he always makes it through the day. You know, I actually found him in this weird little cryptic town in Arkansas called Natural Step, where the whole farm he was on just went missing one day. And all the pigs were dead, all the, all the chickens were dead, all the people that ran the farm, it just up and disappeared. And he was the last one there. So the sheriff thought he did something, tried to arrest the pig. The second he put those handcuffs on that pig, guess what? Twelve birds fell dead from the sky. And they were going to kill him till I got him and brought him to Afghanistan with me. Because I could tell that's some powerful powerful natural magic in that seems pit. seems a little druidic of you which i've i personally have not encountered before but i'm very impressed by i you know i spent my, my time amongst the rats taught me to respect uh animals that one often thinks are dirty such as the rat and the pig and uh so i'm, I'm very impressed by this oh they 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 are filthy absolutely uh, it, there's a filthy form of magic now a lot of people want to go the hollywood style and go all the crowley and the mysticism and the dark magic but you know me <sighs> okay. i'm not afraid to put my hands get my fingernails dirty to to pick up a big pile of dog poop and throw it and see which way it blows in the wind so i know i can predict certain events to come i i just uh, i think it's a little it's a little funny how we can you know we can bring a pig along on a mission but sometimes you know, you know, you know, you know, I have a girl, you know, I have Rachel, uh, you know that she's been doing tarot. We, you know, we got the place down in LA. She's got the big wide brim hats. You know, she does sell her own jewelry, which does bring in a source of income for, for Onyx. Uh, and, and, and unfortunately we, it, it seems a little lopsided to me that you can have your, your actual pig and I can't have my, you know, admittedly poor seeing girlfriend, uh, you know, with us to do intel and such. Well, she, she's she's kind of. I mean, she's made a lot of good predictions for us in our missions. Um, but isn't a lot of her a lot of her energy seems to center around Joshua Tree. I don't think that she really wants to leave that. Maybe remotely she could help us. And there's been times where we're in the earpiece and she's talking to us. Um, but I, I, I don't think it would be safe for her. Well, yeah. I mean, think think about this. Like, and I don't want to, Daddy Longlegs. I don't want to upset you. Uh, no amount, but like, you know, where we're going right now, where we're going, you know what they do to pigs. Yeah. Like, I, I know. The, 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 and, Cat and the, Cat the Catalonian, they love the to eat only them raw. Things, one of the only things the Catalonian can outsmart is the pig. Mm. Now, I'm not saying Simon is a conventional pig. He's obviously a very special, special swine. A superior with a great, animal. W wonderful animal. Like, probably on par with most gibbons or crocodiles you would meet. But the fact is, this could be Simon's last mission. It could be all of our last missions. We know that. Well, and Rachel, that's Rachel's every like, mission Rachel's, we do. That's why yeah. we. That's why we're the you know the elite. That's why we have such a high fee. Um, you know, there's there's been a number of times. Okay, I'm gonna take you back to uh, you know earlier in the year. We had to escort Noah Baumbach to the Oscars, mm. right? Mm. Very dangerous mission. We were in this SUV. The SUV was so hot. The driver insisted on cranking up the heat refused to let us because it was a lift. So we had we called this lift, this SUV, you know, XL so we could all fit. He wouldn't turn off the heat. And you could see all of you noticed that my mood ring that I always wear was dark. And you thought it was black. Mm. So you guys thought I was stressed out and I, I was nervous. I thought it was the onyx but it, itself. But it but it was it was actually purple, which just meant I was horny. And <clears throat> as you know, later that night, you know, uh, Mr. Baumbach introduced us to Adam Driver and Scarlett Johansson, mm -hmm. cool. and Adam Adam was trying to talk to me about you know serving in the Marines and his military experience as well, which was great and all. But uh, Mr. Johansson walked by me, and I became so aroused that I well also my legs were locked, so I well essentially I fainted, and my firearm went off, <laughs> and no one was hurt. But it wasn't in the news because we have that kind of PR where it was covered up. Yeah, well, I, I had a similar, there was a similar, like, I received, like, an internal company, Purple Heart, for this. I was undercover at that, at the Oscars as, uh, as a nerd, so to speak. I'm the furthest thing from that, <laughs> but I was undercover. And they had me set up a, a table with, you know, beakers and stuff like that. Uh, I was wearing very thick glasses. When I visually uh, ascertained uh, Greta Gerwig, the wife 
of uh, one Mr. Noah Baumbach. I did become engorged. It did happen to me, and my glasses did fog up, and I did knock over all my science stuff with my heart on. <laughs> this is, a, and that is a risk that we take. We've had, we've had so many dangerous missions. Like we, guys, you remember when we, when we did, probably like the most dangerous stateside gig we've ever done, mm-hmm. the Daily Beast Christmas party. Mm. That was that was that was one of the the most difficult nights of my life. Harrowing. Horrible. It was harrowing horrible it was terrifying like there were there were shaken up white claws on the ground that were basically like ieds it used to be like i thought i could eat an ied for breakfast but for these people like the we had to basically what happened was the journalists got too tuckered out and we had to tuck them into bed. We had to put them into their journalist PJs. Mm. There was, and there was just, there were service dogs going crazy. It was, it was, I would call it American Gallipoli. Absolutely. It was horrifying. Absolutely. And, and the it, problem with it, the, it, it was chaos. The, the problem uh, with there was like seven different people that lost their jewels, and we had to spend like two hours looking for all of them because they wouldn't go to sleep till they could find their jewel. I I eventually had to open up a portal and and summon several new ones, which is, you know, as you guys know. And that was the first time I ever saw that was it was incredible. And yeah, that's not cheap. And I mean, that's a hefty bill for the Daily Beast. Uh Thankfully, they paid it. Um, I was actually able to get upgrades for my, you know, my weapons and stuff like that. But I mean, uh, which, you know, I should probably mention is a TR1 ultralight with Trijicon MRO reflex sight. And it's named uh, an entry. Uh, an antiodromia. And, oh, um, I should you, I should mention my. I didn't introduce my weapon. We, they are all. They're talking about theirs as well. So I figured I would, you know, just give people a picture of Onyx Edge and what we're about in our kind of like our dynamic that we have going on. Because a me yeah. for a me a rifle is basically another kind of divining rod. Mm. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Absolutely, we we are we're. A, I mean, this is why I join. As you as you know, I've had bad experiences. With contracting in the past, as you know, uh, the you know I was involved in, in fact, the main instigator of uh, you know what what some people colloquially call the Nisur Square massacre. Uh, you know when I was working with a different magical you know, enterprise, and w- what I like about this is I value the, the 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 you know the integrity, the commitment to the craft. But I'm I really like how many rods we have. Oh yeah, this place is full oh, of them. My God. I have uh, even yeah. I've you even go at our HQ. We got we got so many candles. We got so many different types of animal blood, mm-hmm. animal hair, animal horns. We got so many different types of like weird bushes, spices, we herbs, different we, kinds of dirt from different countries. Old dirt, you know. Mm-hmm. There's some dirt. We set. got so many we bones. Have, we, have, we got that one bone room. Oh my god, the bone room. room. We have and bones. Like, when, we I, have, when I saw that, I knew I was home. We have bones from. We got to boil those bones. I just want to say that yeah. now that we brought up the bone room, we got to make sure we really boil them because if we don't, that room's going to stink, and it will be a waste of bones otherwise. And, uh, and Simon goes crazy well, if if that room stinks he tries to start getting in there and stuff and he's he's a strong pig he's going he's going to get in there if he we, wants we to have, so it's like a, i just want to have powerful swine. we have a, a spiritual connection developed despite our diversity in our practices we all wear a dog tag the dog tag is essentially a, a small tabernacle around our neck because within it is a group photo of all of us on our first mission it is. I have to. You know, I've 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 done contracting before. I've worked with, I've worked with some really, really high. You worked E three many years. You were E three yeah. when it was so going. Well, until you I know, was, until yeah, I was, I was, I was charged. I was charged with protecting Miss Morgan Webb, and uh, as you can imagine, she was what people refer to as a high value target. Absolutely. You know, I I, I think I think uh, a, a God and. Uh, Saint Theodomir every day that I was not on the other side of that mission, but I um, no I I was pu- I was put into some situations where I had to sing the entire Portal Two theme song to safely escort Miss Webb to her vehicle. Uh, this is just such a great outfit because I have I have ascertained more charms and more and and more relics. For Opus Day, for my for my weaponry, than any other any other outfit I've been with before. I um, a lot of you guys know uh, this is not my first time in the Iberian Peninsula, mm-hmm. 
we of course uh, found ourselves inside the belly of the Spaniard uh, during 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 the Catalonian uh, unpleasantness when uh, they tried to separate, and I did ascertain the condom that they used to strangle Gennadio Vestorga, uh, one of the most respected monks in Spanish history. Uh, he was killed in uh, nine in in uh, I believe about nine thirty six, and he was uh, ascertained by ancient Unitarians who did use the condom, which is their symbol, to murder him, but they did not know that it would imbue such powers throughout eternity. And, you know, if I can introduce my weapon here, this is, of course, Elohim's perdition. It is a Israeli Negev uh, light machine gun, but uh, modified to be 50 caliber. And what I have right here are two axe blades under the barrel and wow. out the... Uh, out the underbarrel, uh, uh, underbarrel, we modified to have an M203 grenade launcher that does shoot uh, so a projectile, uh, sort of stale communion wafers that act like a nail bomb. Mm. I, I, but you know. that's a how'd you, how how they let you think that uh, get that thing on here? I just I told them my little copper gun it, was an antique, and they just let me bring that, it. Up. That's taking up a, that's taking up a whole seat right well, there. Well, I simply. Um, I simply that looks like a Duke Nukem gun or something. Honestly, you pay yeah. this airline enough to let you just do whatever. Yeah, they'll let you do That's anything. That's why we fly and, it. It's it's yeah. Well, I know. I know mean, it's blending in in the in you know you know blending right out in the open. Uh, you know, I, I I do know, of course. You know, I do have a connection. I you know, I used to do I used to do bodyguard work for for you know the titular Ryan, his brother Brian uh, of of Brian Singer fame. I used to be his. Uh, you know, I did helicopter work, and I did, I did, I guarded his. He has embassies, actually. He, Brian Singer, is is somehow legally a, a, a sovereign country, and he does have embassies in many, in many, <laughs> uh, in many states, uh, such as Eastern Europe and Central Asia, and uh, you know Burma, etc. And you know, I did do embassy guarding there, so. You know, we do have this connection, which I'm very, this is very, very thankful interesting for. that you, uh, a single man that you're protecting is an entire country himself, mm -hmm. and it's very, it, it's, it makes you wonder how much power one country can have, and it's a, and it's a person. Yeah, but that's really kind of the business we're in. Um, we call them, you know, their assets. Those people that we're protecting, that's what we do. We're in the people business. We go to yeah. Every, we'll go anywhere. If they were to send us to the moon, um, we would go in if, a they, uh, in a if they fund it. If they fund it. It would be the honor of my life. <clears throat> you know, I, it, it would be some powerful magic. You'd be able to go up there. I've done a it, number of uh, spells for the team Manchester United mm -hmm. um, to get them a lot of wins. I did a lot of work with them. And uh, really, the culture there in the UK is really mixed, you know. And I... Love the local food. You know, curry was incredible, and that was the first time I ever had it. And I never thought I could eat anything that spicy. But the, what they did is that they, they, they taught me tricks. You know, you eat a certain herb, and it's not as spicy. So I was able to start eating spicy food, and that's what the UK taught me. That's incredible. You know, I learned a lot of uh, my first occult tricks on my first uh, civilian contract working security. I was working for a Branson, Missouri. Uh, a performer named Kirby Van Birch, who was a magician. And he got a lot of heat back in, about, I think it was about 96, when he made that whole woman disappear. Mm. Now, he was supposed to be doing a, a trick where he sawed her in half, but he put her under the blanket, and, and you know, as he liked to tell me, the bitch just went away. <laughs> and he wasn't sure about how he did that or, or anything like that. And, you know, he was hated in that town after that. You know, I you had to kind of, you know, work, 24-7 because people were out for blood. They were discriminatory against him. They called him a witch. They called him a wizard. And, you know, by working with him, I was able to secure a lot of information about, you know, different kinds of magic spells, particularly in making people disappear, which is very, very useful in a time of war. You can just zip them, get them out of there. And, you know, I, I, I never really thought it required as much pubic hair as he told me it did. Because you think about like a handful of pubic hair is a lot of pubic hair, right? That's you got about tri it's triple nothing. that. It's nothing. So you got to you got to really like you got to find a source, or you got to 
like put some hair tonic in there or something because it's hard to get that much pubic hair. It's a real awkward question at Thanksgiving. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Well, I, pubic hair is the most magical hair too. Hundred. It's it's. I, I would say it's it's pubic eyelash, eyebrow, uh, and then regular hair. Well, there's yes. something yeah, regular very, hair. Is, you're forgetting the very fine ear hair, usually from women. Oh, yes. Um, but it's yes. very. It's like the peach fuzz. Um, you can find it on their cheeks. Yes. Well, but within the ear. Um, the hair within an ear actually does something. It vibrates for sounds. That's what helps you hear. Mm-hmm. So the function of that hair is very, very important. It's like a crystal. If the, function, the, uh, if the function of a component as a reagent is more important in the human body, then it is wildly effective in uh, spells, in um, you know tinctures, elixirs, whatever you... And again, yes. Guys, you got to remember, I hate to, I already brought this up about the bone room, but remember in the pube room, you got to lock the door or Simon's going to get in there he and he's going to go nuts. He loves He's going to lay in it. He's going to eat it. He's going to like, like, you know, he is, he can be a trouble sometime, but he's a valuable asset. I, I think that when Simon, I was protecting I, Kirby I with think him. that Simon follows um, his intuition and his abilities. He, I mean, he's. He's one with everything. He listens to the music of the spheres. Yep. Simon is probably yeah, more in yeah. tune with everything than the rest of us. He is, like I said, the rifle is a divine rod. I would say that Simon is probably a walking ley line himself. He's like maybe a woman who's, uh, you know, on her period. Um, and, uh, you know, we do certain things. You know, I use, uh, you know, urine from fairies mm-hmm. on my 556 bullets. And, you know, I'll inscribe words on each individual round, you know, something like madness or flower or polio. So when those enter my enemies, they're them themselves that they survive or their family will be afflicted by this in some way. And, you know, like I know you notice I might write garden on mine. So maybe they survive and they have a beautiful garden. So that's what chaos magic is about. It's not just about inflicting, you know, something that may be bad, but also it may be something good that comes from it. Beautiful. Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of carryover between chaos magic and, and and shamanistic magic, and the fact that you can channel both the strongest as a man when you're on your refractory period. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got about 15 minutes to cast a spell real quick after you nut, and it's it's going to be quite potent. Um, sometimes I notice even Simon does this. I don't know if he knows he does it, but he'll he'll just start. Working the wall, working the bone room, and humping some bones, and, and something will happen. And next thing you know, he's got this glazed over look in his eyes, and he's staring out the window, and he's going to predict something coming right for you. Well, you know, I've always said, I've always said, shout it from the rooftops. You know, give everything the, the most. As as many of you know, uh, you know the the place to practice uh, double Kabbalah, which is the the combination of of both the Crowleyan Kabbalah and the uh, and the Semitic Kabbalah. Um, the rooftop is the most magical place to do this. And what oh, yeah. I plan on doing, you know, that's day, where you can often watch fireworks. Yeah, exactly. Day one, minute one. Once we, once we land on, uh, on the, uh, IP Iberian peninsula, I plan on ascending, uh, to, uh, with, with great, uh, physical aggressive force in the nearest rooftop to the airport and, uh, uh, you know, masturbating myself into completion. Once, I, uh, I, it's called, you know, as, as we call it in the biz, ejac. Once I ejac, uh, I do plan on summoning that liquid back into my body and thus sort of reloading. It's like, it's like reusing a bullet or something, reloading a bullet. And, you right. know, there's, there's absolutely nothing that can stand in our way if I'm able to do that. Your pig, I hope, will not, will either not interfere or not try to help me with that again. As you know, I, I did receive, unfortunately, some, some very, uh, well, let's say uncomfortable, uh, you know, oral uh, uh, sex from your from your well, pig friend. Well, it's just something you got to lock the door. Uh, uh, if it's he kind sees of it, he's, he's going to go for it. You know, he's going to eat. He's it. less of he a sentient being and more of a force of nature. Yeah, yeah well, he, he, he's a sensual well, being. You know. Yeah he he's a he's a he's a little piggy. That's what I like to say. You know what? My uh, yeah, I have my own personal theory about Simon. Um. You guys know it, but you know I might as well just for posterity. There is no recording of a pig named Simon during the life of Chris Kyle. Oh my God! After the death of Chris Kyle, that is when there first started to be notes of a pig named Simon, a pig with incredible powers. Um, and I do believe, you know, Chris Kyle, he's known to the rest of the world as a conventional operator, a man of just blood, steel, and leather. But we know the truth. 
we know that we know each Chris Kyle was one of our guys. Someone's head was a prayer, you know. Yes, Chris Kyle. I actually I met Chris Kyle during one of my first missions when I was just a pup. You know, one of my first missions was, well, you know, it really gets me worked up to talk about it. But the United States Senate was going to pass a non-binding resolution. Uh, not condemning the UN's non-binding condemnation of Israel for Operation Flatten Child in 2001. And, you know, what we did do in uh, Shin Bet Opus Day was we did um, go to the plane Paul Wellstone was on and we did uh, actually clog the jet turbines with child pornography. So the official cause of death was that Literally, there was so much child porn on his plane that he died, and he deserved to. And that it protected Israel, it protected Israel's uh, sanctity and sovereignty. Uh, and it was it was it was a big deal. But um, Chris Kyle was actually he was my XO on that mission. Oh my he God. was an incredibly magical man, and he you know in that movie about his life, it's a great film, a great movie. Mister Bradley Cooper, he's one handsome sob. But he does not know the true Chris Kyle we know, the, well, the, 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 the warlock. The, the one thing I learned from Chris Kyle as well is me and him were uh, working security on Donnie and Marie in Branson, Missouri. And he was, he was a Donnie guy. I was a Marie guy. And we had to keep him away from each other because you know, there's a lot of bad blood in the mm-hmm. Osmonds. But he, I went to, to have dinner with him, and he actually had – about 15 different wives that all had to live in separate houses. Now, I thought it was just, you know, garden variety polygamy. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you know, the green man says nothing's wrong about that, so it's fine with me. Um, personally, I wouldn't want to do that much texting, but he seemed to like it. The main thing he did it for is so that he always had a different woman that he was married to menstruating at a different mm-hmm. time. He timed it up and didn't let them meet because when the women meet, their menstrual cycles all sync Mm -hmm. up. And then it's like, what's the point? He have them live separately so that he always has access to his chaos magic, which we all know is best channeled through a menstrual. Well, that's that's you know we talked about the moon a bit earlier, and you know I, I do say like if we are ever offered a mission. To the moon or to the, you know, to, to, to Luna, to uh, the, I call it the second sun, dark sun. Uh, if, if we ever do make it up there, I think it's, that's, that's really it for us. That's the top of it. Because if we control the moon, we control the moon cycle. And if, if, that's we, true. Could, if, we, if we could get a menstruating woman up there as well, I think well, that would like be. Un- untold power. Untold power. Well, I, 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 I think this, that, this is, this is something, you know, this is something in our tradition in the in the tradition of the Shinbet Orthodox uh, members of Opus Dei, um, you guys know a whole heap about women's menstruation. I won't take that from you. Mm-hmm. But well, something you don't know a lot about is the man's menstruation. Now, not a cult doctors have labeled these as kidney stones. But if you notice, <laughs> only the most holy men get kidney stones. Only the most holy men... It's a summoning stone. Yeah, their bodies... The holy, the body of a holy man will not fight the occult. The bodies of uh, non-spiritually inclined men, their bodies destroy the kidney stones, mm-hmm. and they don't even notice it passing through. The bodies of a strong man. Think about the strongest, strongest uh, warlocks and titans of, uh, of spirituality. You know, Barack Obama always just Barack Obama. He is, you know, when he goes to the bathroom, it sounds like he's skipping stones. Mm. Okay. And, and, it's, and each one of those, classically known as an alchemy you know, stone, it's something that has yeah. the power to turn iron I, to gold. As you mm-hmm. can see, like I, you know, I am adorned in jewels and rubies and such. Uh, in fact, one of these rubies I have right here on the end of my scepter. This was uh, I, I, I was given this to, to by uh, by you know Barack, our sorcerer friend, Mister President. Uh, after he urinated once, it was the it's red. It is red like his. His his staff's emission, if you know what I'm saying there, and so yes. I adore. It's incredibly powerful. I can I can I can I can induce asthma on a on an athlete from 25 45 meters away. It's nothing. <laughs> oh wow! You know the, the importance of stones. I mean these kidney stones, gemstones, the moon is the biggest stone there is, really. Uh, That's and true. And you know that. 
keeping control of the moon is uh, detrimental because, you know, the 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 religion of Islam is very obsessed with the moon, mm. and their terroristic sensibilities are driven by getting control of the moon. So if the if the if the 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 terrorists of Iran, right, mm-hmm. take the mortal enemies of they, the green if man, if they send one of their crews of astronauts on one of their nuclear missiles to the moon, they can take hold of it. And we have to prevent them from happening. And we've been pushing. We have been pushing. We have been talking with the federal government. We said, we will do it. Give us the money. We will go. And we will stay up there. And when Iran comes on one of their nuclear spaceships, we will be waiting. Well, I've, if, the death of, if the death of my physical body is suffocation on the moon, because I am sitting there, I am holding an angle on the Apollo 8 remnants and pre-firing an angle, hoping, hoping, praying that the Quds Force psychopaths come to the moon so they can take control of the rock, so they can, they, what they want I'm sorry for getting worked up. What they want, they want the Ayatollahs to get the mail period. The mullahs. They will not succeed. They want, they want, they want, you know, these, these, as a, I, 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 as you know, I did encounter, I did encounter a Persian once, uh, a Persian who unfortunately convinced my master to, uh, to, you know, use a serrated blade upon her own neck uh, and, uh, you know, separate it from the body. Since then, I have in, in my rat my rat collection, my dark rabbi friends. You know, I have sworn to destroy the Islamic Republic of Iran. Doing that on the surface of the moon, with with thousands of of hornet like twenty two caliber pistol. That's pure pistol, power. That pure is power, pure power. Pure power. Yes. You know, in the tradition of uh, 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 Zoroastrianism, I believe that they would be aiming for it subconsciously in order to prove supremacy over the green mm. man, as the as the moon is the green man's. Well, wife, they also uh, in, in the classic Celtic Gaelic tradition. They also, yes. you know, being Zoroastrians, they do worship fire. And what has more fire in it than the sun? Um, the moon's That's greatest true. enemy because the moon, you know, the moon, or the cold sun, the dark sun, whatever you want to call it, the second sun. If you destroy the moon, the sun reigns supreme. Well, the moon, the thing is also, like I said, the, the Iranians are violating the nuclear rules of the international world. Mm. So to counter that, we go to the moon and I have actually an old, this is something that's top secret, an old ritual. And this is for summoning a nuclear elemental. And this is, you know, a ritual that was given to me by a friend. Um, I believe Mensch knows him as well. Freighter Avocado. The purpose is to evoke the power of a nuclear elemental and have it manifest for five minutes. So that five minutes, they get within five minutes of them getting up there, we're going to have this ritual ready to go and summon this thing. The ingredients are, and I can show you here, here are the files. The ingredients are uh, U-238, which is uranium, a piece of lead, a sigil you create, human flesh, high-tension power lines, an ipecac, several razors, matches, and something flammable. So in the beginning, take with you what you can find or obtain. Having the U-238 would be helpful, but it should be unnecessary. Find an area in relative isolation where there is a whole row of tension power lines that preferably emanate from a nuclear plant. If this cannot be accomplished, cover yourself with an electric blanket. Take the piece of lead and place upon it a sigil of your own creation, dedicating one side to the, on, one side to Azathoth and the other side to Homer Simpson. Several days before the ritual, begin to avoid drinking water as much as possible. Comb your hair daily and harshly, pulling out strands by the dozen. Brush your teeth until the gums are raw and bleeding. On the night of the ritual, take care not to clean the blood off your teeth and bring the hair you take from your brush with you as well, as much as possible. Try to physically emulate the effects of radiation poisoning short of actually getting it. On the night of the ritual, go to the site and choose such found for it after consuming an epicic, something vile that will make you throw up violently. Grass mixed up in the mustard works. Also, to- also toothpa- toothpaste and peppermint ice cream. Fruit Loops and pork mixed into strawberry quick. Raw eggs combined with chocolates and rocks. Holding back the bil- biliousness that is filling your stomach. If you can't, then take the epicac at the ritual, making sure that you will vomit at the ritual. Okay. This is so, and that'll be easily accomplished. So in now, five minutes now comes the time. actual ritual. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I'm all okay. Ears. Start a good start a good sized fire underneath the high tension power lines, 
in the steel tubing structure. Let it grow in strength of a good campfire. Walk away from the fire, letting your mind be filled with fire and only the fire. Take the razors and stick them into your flesh, letting them jut there as you bleed on yourself. Consume the epicheck uh, now if you haven't already. Begin to chant anything. Close your eyes and begin visualization. Visualize in the fire that fills your mind a seething white heat that pulsates. Visualize it filling your being. Feel the biliousness in your stomach. Feel the biliousness become a cancer. It's a tumor forcing its way up into your esophagus. Tilt your head back and towards the wires high over you, concentrating, feeling the electromagnetic radiation tear the iron out of your blood through the razors. Feel the radiation making the tumor grow. Prepare to perform the technicolor yawn. At the moment when you can no longer hold back the vomit, when you start hawking up chunks, even though you're trying to choke it back, run to the fire and let it all out. Feel the tumor being thrown from you. Wipe the blood from your body and throw it in the fire. Throw the hair into the fire if you have it. Visualize the tumor being enveloped by the fire, the fire shifting to a bright blue flame, not unlike that of a butane torch. The blue flame rises, glowing, becomes human-shaped. Shout at it, never flinching, until it cowers before you. Give it instructions to carry out your will. It will perform them then suitably or perform them when suitably subdued. Dismissal. This is how you dismiss it. Take the piece of lead with Azathoth slash Homer Simpson. Call the elemental. When the elemental arrives, take the piece of lead and shove it in your tight fist and punch the elemental deep in where its heart should be. Visualize the lead block of the elemental's power center, absorbing the power. Remove thine fist. The elemental should flicker out, the piece of lead falling to the floor. And, and we're going to do that. That one's for the moon. Yeah. And, and, and so it just makes a blue man that's... Have you done this one before? Or? Only once. Did it work? Well, it was in Ohio. You know, along the shore, they got the nuclear plants there in Lake Erie, and uh, it worked. And what, what can this elemental do? Is this something we can have it shoot down Iranian spaceships that come to... Well, it can kind of them scare them. It can kind of hang out. That's a... Uh... I mean, most. I mean, that's an option on the mo- table, I, I guess. I will like- say, most most rituals, as you know, I do uh, the, my sex magic mostly. Most rituals I've seen involve quite a bit more uterine lining of the female uh, sex, including you know period uh, excrement, etc. There seems to be very little of that involved in this. Yeah. Um, there's there's a very little sex stuff. Like I guess the puke or the. The hair, but like, yeah. To be honest, like I'm in this for the glory, but I'm also trying to get some, uh, you know, so what, what you know what we call in the business Wiccan trim. Trying to get some Wiccan trim. Yeah, yeah. That one's a little low on the trim, uh, you know. But I, it, oh, it's one of the strategies we can do. Um, I I do I vomit quite you know, often. Maybe we can start talking about like uh, you know the stuff we're going to do once we hit the ground here, because obviously okay. our first goal is going to be. Obtaining a uh, a menstruating woman, obviously. One hundred. Yeah. No, absolutely. And it's not hard to find uh, a menstruating woman in Spain. They will. They they typically have them sleep outside. So just any woman we find sleeping outside, you know, that's our gal. Chicken coop. uh, Usually, I'm 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 aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do. uh, I I do have a tactical plan. Uh, I, I I think. Something we need to get to Toledo, okay? We need to get there because we need to find Saint Ohio. Ohio. All the way back, the we're plants. going back. Yes, we're going to Toledo, Ohio. Uh, the, the relic I'm looking for is from Toledo, Spain, but as part of a sister cities program, it was transported to Toledo, Ohio during the administration of Harry S. Truman and uh, Saint Marciana of Toledo. Her dental dam. If we can ascertain her dental dam, we will be able to unleash the power of every Castilian warlock who ever lived, and we will potentially be able to line up our rifles, our, our, our bullets with the moon, and we will be able to shift the tide to uh, overtake Lisbon, where Peter Thiel is being held, and that is kinetically ascertainulate it into a aquata, aqua, aquata, aquatic uh, combat scenario. And as you know, we're very, very, very adept at those. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, we, oh, all, yeah. we uh-huh. all did the Atlantis. We did the Atlantis regimen where all of our workouts yeah. are performed I, I'm underwater. I'm a frogman yeah. in more ways than one. 
Mm-hmm. And when we're yeah, not in the, I, when we're not in the waters doing our workouts, a lot of our missions even occur in bathhouses. You know, a lot of occultist uh, like bathhouses. Mm. A yeah. lot of when you I know, ran nude security on Yakov Smirnov, that was almost entirely within the bathhouse. You very rarely left that. You know, well, um, you, I, one of the things I want to do immediately is me and Simon are going to eat up some of that Spanish dirt so we can get a lay of the land. Uh, if after a good handful of ingestion of of soil. Uh, silty, preferably, maybe some clay. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> if I can get that in, right, I can get an intuitive understanding of the Spanish ground, of the Spanish natural landscape. I'll be able to hear footsteps, right? Mm-hmm. I'll be able to communicate with the green man who will be able to give us more information on, you know, if we're not able to find a, a, a menstruating woman immediately, if we're not able to figure out how to get to Lisbon. I think once I eat that and Simon gets kind of some mud in his belly and he gets a little content, we're going to dress him up like a dog so that he will not be targeted for immediate pork consumption by the Spaniards. Well, I my, my number one mission, as you know, uh, you know, the Peter Thiel thing, of course, is very important to me. I respect the man greatly. I have, you know, engaged in several rituals alongside him, both as a friend and a lover. But um, my, my, you know, in order to complete this mission, you know, task one, mission, you know, day one, beginning of the mission, I need to achieve... Um, well, I need to get the ejaculation of a moor, and I understand that there was a caliphate at one point in Spain. And unclear, again, as you know, I've not been to Iberia. Unclear if that still is extant. Um, possibly we may need to charter a couple more Ryanairs, maybe some WoW airs, uh, to go yes. down to... Uh, uh, Either Granada or mm-hmm. maybe... Morocco the, the, or, or the something. The small to- country the British own, I believe, on the uh, on the very tip there. Uh uh, Gibraltar or something? Yeah, if Yes. Uh, uh, Gibraltar. We will get... Uh, we do need to secure a moor, at least. Possibly several moors. If we mix that, if we go out to the chicken coop and find one of those daughters of Spain out there, you know, bleeding all through her potato sack dress, if, if, we, if we grab her, you know, gently drag her from the chicken coop, Put her in possibly a paella, uh, a paella restaurant serving many fish, you know, in one barrel. We put the girl, you know, we her droppings and drippings into that barrel. If we ejaculate that more, and and we use his, you know, his stuff, we stir that with a large wooden, like an oar or something. Yes. We can use that to coat our bodies and become invisible to night vision goggles. Mm, Absolutely. Now, this is called, this is a, they use this as a conventional army sometimes too. It's called, uh, it's called uh, thermal, thermal blending. Mm -hmm. And uh, it is particularly useful in Spain because despite their technological shortcomings uh, of the Spanish, they naturally have thermal vision. Yeah, the Spanish naturally—they don't see light; they see heat. Mm-hmm. So we're really, we're really going to need to get creative here. And I suggest, you know, the second, the second we touch down, the second we get service, we start yelping paella joints. Oh, absolutely, we need to start sourcing them. Now, since we're in Europe, I think we can acquire one of the most potent uh, reagents for uh, ritual spell casting and um, a number of different, uh, you know, kind of conjurations um say what you will about the turks um but they're they have they have a substance there which is quite foul but also quite powerful turkish delight mm. now if you use turkish delight mm. you can um trick many people into doing things you know to get that more to um come and maybe uh you know consummate with one of us um you could just give them turkish delight as kind of like a payment Mm. And, it, and, uh, it, and it also is a, is a is as as I'm familiar a both halal and a Muslim treat. Well, uh, it's not. Well, it's it's strictly uh, is just appreciated by all Europeans. You know, you can go to any Irishman in uh, you know Dublin, mm. and they're going to eat up that Turkish delight. Basically, all Europeans love awful treats, yeah. and, they, and that's yeah, probably Europeans, one of the worst ones. Europeans do enjoy the. Uh, Tafficular perambulations of this here treat. They don't enjoy the finer treats like we know, chocolate yum yums, strawberry strawberry yodels, 
all those wonderful treats. You know, we can name them all. They like this vile creation because of the wet mouth of a European and their tongue that is similar to a cat's tongue. It just tastes different to them. The delicacies than it does here, to us. like crema de la bastardos, yeah. is yes. There's not even any cream in it. Well, they uh, their their main their main instinct is to dig up some sort of root and then attempt to candy it somehow. Burdock butter and and eat it nice mm-hmm. and dry. Mm-hmm. And that the they the 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 the. the their obsession with black peanut butter, it appears like, uh, which which is, as far as I'm exactly what it understand, sounds like. it is. Which it is how Vegemite. That's how Vegemite. Literally, exactly. Yeah. It's, bl- it's all black butter. Black butter. So they have sweet black butter. They have they have sour black butter, such as Vegemite. <laughs> uh, they have you know savory. They have very umami, various other uh, flavors from the Orient. Uh, it is a horrible continent. Boys, there are there is, are many. Yeah. I mean, many spell casting came from Europe. I mean, there's the you know the Anglo-Saxon uh, cure for you know poison, uh, the nine herbs charm. We all know the nine herbs mm-hmm. charm. It's you know classic. Right. All of us, you know, mugwort, cockspur grass, lamb's crest, plantain, mayweed, nettle, crab apple, mm-hmm. thyme, and fennel. Day one, you mix it. You make all this. You crush it up into a dust. You mix them with old soap and apple juice, and then you say the poem. You know. The poem is, uh, is um, you know, drilled into our brains. It's burnt in there. A snake, came, a snake came crawling. It bit a man. Then Woden took nine glory twigs, smote the serpent that it flew into nine parts. Their apple brought this pass against poison that she nevermore would enter her house. And that is something that you learn like the Lord's Prayer, like a Catholic schoolgirl does. Because no, when you're on the field also, and you're shot, and you you always carry those nine herbs with you, you make that that conjuration, mix with that soap and apple juice, and you'll be a new man. There, I mean, one of the most powerful relics of all time is in Europe, and it's a recent relic. Um, you fellas know, you know what Mitt Romney did after college. The Honorable Senator Mitt Romney, great man, mm-hmm. great principal, strong magician gr- in his own right an incredible magician, just a master of magic and a true gentleman at that. And him and his wife, yeah, they ring around the rosy still, if you know what I mean. But uh, <laughs> Mitt Romney, he was not circumcised when he went to France for his mission. Mm-mm. And there was a Frenchman, Etienne Guillaume, and he gave Mitt, he gave Mitt a proposition. You know, he thought he was, he was dealing with some screwball here. He said... All right, all right, Romney. I'll convert to your to your Mormon religion, okay? If you get circumcised now right in front of me, because he didn't think he'd do it. Oh. And Mitt did. Mitt got that sock cut off right there. Right then yeah. and there. Right by, by some by some scalper in Nice, okay? Mitt is a man of principle. Mm-hmm. He is. But because, you know, and that Frenchman, he, to his credit, was a man of the word. He converted to that day, and he became one of the greatest priest holders, only priest holders of Mormonism in France. But it is said that Romney's foreskin is buried under the LDS temple of Nice, France. And if we can ascertain that, oh, yeah. second we, will divide, we, will, yeah, we will be able to divide ourselves to Mr. Teal uh, in about... Uh, oh, 0800 hours easy well it's it's uh, 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 no, go go ahead go ahead uh, uh uh my fellow my fellow magician i i will say this we're 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 getting a lot of great ideas here um the funds to take care of these uh i believe we're going to have to concoct something and i believe i should start preparing the ingredients for the money spell yes um so while you guys find all these assets when we land i will i need a lot of copper wire and a lot of copper pops in order to, to practice this ritual. I'm going to go to air conditioning units, um, homes that are under construction, um, you know, vacation homes, right, and try to ascertain as much copper pipe and wiring as I can. And I will begin the, the, the money spell ritual in which the I money take spell that to also a scrapyard re- and, and, and turn it into... To, to cold hard cash so we can actually start going around and getting some of this stuff done. I was, I've was i carved a few different uh, New York Yankees symbols under our seats, which will help, um, you know, accelerate the money spell. I, I was under, uh, you know, I was under the impression that the Spaniards 
were mostly a candle lit peoples. You know, we're 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 going hard with they had very they're <laughs> to make a little pun here, they're not very luminesque. They don't have uh they don't have many uh they don't have many bright horsepower, if you know what I mean. So I'm not exactly right, sure. They, mm-hmm, no, they, no. they I, I believe they often do rely on palm fronds to cool down in the summer heat of, of Galicia, etc. Uh are you sure you'll be able to attain enough you know, copper? A lot of sports complexes and stuff like that. I think I'll be able to find something. We all know that the True. Spanish people are very much a you know wearing long pajamas, walking around with candles in the middle of the night type of people. Yes. Um, you know, you know, uh, uh, pajamas with the butt flaps on them for them to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and uh, you know they go to bed at around four a.m. and from about four a.m. to to about one p.m. when they wake up, I think I'll be able to ascertain enough uh, copper pop in order to complete the money ritual. The Spaniard, but, the Spaniard will wake up at one p.m. At which point they'll yell to their mothers, "Mom, I have a headache. I have a headache. Can I? So can you? Can you boil some milk? Can I, I have a headache? I have a headache. Can I have just a big flat pile of pancake and egg?" Mom, I have a headache. And uh, at this time, they will be aware. They will be aware of magics being done to them. But in that golden period, I believe we will find what we need. Well, your practitioner, your practitioner with Opus Dei is also involved. I mean, the Spanish Catholics love to have parades where they all wear their caparotes, which is mm-hmm. um, essentially a KKK uniform, but in nice rainbow colors. Yes, it um, is some actually. Will be purple, some I, will be blue. I, they do also have cyclopses, et cetera, as well, too, I believe. But so, it does. It is a non- very magically in, thing. A magically in tune people is what I'm saying. So you have to be yeah. very careful with this mission. It's going to be cloak and dagger, mm-hmm. yes, but it also will be kind of you know hiding in plain sight. Yeah, which is kind of our style. Well, that's how we. Right, that's we're how gonna, we roll. We're gonna. Simon will be dressed up like a dog, uh, which means at worst the Spanish will just kick him. I will be drawing um, on a musketeer style uh, facial hair. I am going to With take makeup. on uh, something that will help me blend in in Spain. I am uh, my hair, you know. Right now, I have what's called the uh, the um, operator's undercut, but I will be uh, doing the hair spell, so I have more of an unemployed hairstyle. So they will confuse me for one of their own. As I will be wearing some jeans that are incredibly tied around the ankles. We will be yes, striking I'm gonna, I'm around. Wear, we will be striking around the afternoon during the siesta to extract Peter because I'll yeah. be taking naps. I, I, I'll be wearing a one hundred twenty dollar t shirt that says uh, that says sport on it. I will be wearing sweatpants that are 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 extremely tied around the ankles and then voluminous in the in the leg and thigh parts. I will also be wearing a um, a hooded sweatshirt. And I will be engaged in aggressive, uh, vehement sexual harassment of, uh, you know, every man, woman, and child I see. Just to, you know, it's it's a way of, of drawing attention to deflect attention. Uh, Commander McMullen, Commander McMullen, uh, permission permission to use uh, CIA occult budget in order to ascertain Ed Hardy sunglasses. Mm. <laughs> mm. All right, yeah, I just got word. I just got word. We're clear. We have um, acquired you know, lucky brand jeans mm-hmm. <laughs> that have flames on the pockets. Mm-hmm. We are uh, the, 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 you know, as we all know, the, the, the Spaniards are more goblin than man. They do, they do share DNA with, with human beings. Unfortunately, they are of course, descended from a, uh, more Lockean type people who ascended from the caves, uh, you know, several centuries ago, to convert to Catholicism, which you are unable to do right. if you, of course, live underground, as we all know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it will be difficult. We will, like, I, I, you know, there are problems socially in today's world with painting your entire skin green. You know, green face has come under attack in Hollywood. Several rappers, several, uh, you know, young, uh, incredibly attractive and, and athletic TikTok stars have come under 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 pressure for wearing green face paint and pretend in speaking in in Castilian Spanish tongue, pretending to be goblins. And so we do have to make care not to be photographed and 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 exposed by you know by those BTS fans we were talking about some, earlier. Some some might find it strange that we're preparing all this Spanish stuff when we're going to Portugal. 
but right, just blend it in. Well, what, what, but see, or, we're going to be or, after or, Portugal as Spaniards. I don't think you get it. It's a little bit more discreet because no one's going to buy us being Portuguese. Absolutely not. But a Spaniard can look like anything. No, no, well, no and it, it could be hot, anything at all. It could be a false flag operation as well as as they could blame the Spaniards for Teal being missing. Well, we Easy. we we you know uh, as you know I do have many connections to the political party Podemos, which does 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 translate unfortunately into English as. I am a pedophile, although it means something different <laughs> colloquially in in you know the Iberian tongue. Um, so if worse comes to worse, we could we could well we could blame it on Podemos. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, I'm throw happy out options to do that. Here. Absolutely good to do. That sounds plenty good to me. Yeah. Well, I think we should clean our weapons. And we should prepare. We should make sure that we're um, you know solid in our tongue. And any rituals we need to prepare. Before landing, we should begin. So, I can see that Simon right now is preparing something. He's staring very intently out the window. Let me get a good look at his eyes right here. Yeah, what oh, are we? What's the uh, what's the ley line on this on these peepers? Well, his, his his eyes are going glowing blue, which means that you know we're getting ready to kind of to kind of go over some sort of powerful area as we come down. I'm I'm hoping they're not ready for us, but Simon doesn't seem perturbed at all. He's he's. He's oh! If we look deeply in his eyes, hold on. We got a real vision of the future, real quick here. I can see. All right, Peter Thiel. All right, he's tied to a chair. They're forcing him to listen to Madero music, and he's just screaming his little heart out. Poor man. Oh, oh God! All right, this is worse than we thought, guys. Um, Peter's there with a lot of his boy blood, and as we know, that boy blood was it's very to valuable, us mm-hmm. very valuable yeah. as part Incredibly of the payment uh, because. It it I, I it, it. it is very I don't have to tell you guys this it is very very hard to get boy blood with no questions mm. asked mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's about the only source of it right now and, and, and they got it with him right there and they're threatening to kick it over so we're going to have to maybe uh, speed up the anticipated schedule if you want to take a look in Simon's eyes right here you can see that that thin little boy blood oh, so yeah. Um, oh, yeah well I mean I know that you know our projected. Uh, you know, scope of operation here was four to nine months. Uh, I am willing to, you know, I can I can cut a few corners. If we can't get Moorish jism, I can quickly convert to to what they call Sufiism, and I can masturbate in the uh, in the uh, the cabin of this uh, airplane and achieve well, you know, achieve semen. That'd be very helpful, I believe, if you could just real quick do that. Yeah, I will achieve a semencular uh, semencular liquid. And uh, Simon, Simon, come here. All right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let Simon. Uh, you know, I haven't washed my hands recently, uh, and I, we had just worked on a case where I was handling a lot of menstrual blood. Get him to smell my hands, and he's gonna go up and down this plane, see if any women are oh, menstruating. Thank God. And hopefully, we we can just skip that first step right off the bat. Gentlemen, commence Operation Boondock Saints. <laughs> All right, everybody, ready to go? Locked and loaded. We got this thing ready to go. All right, we're going to find Peter Thiel and the boy blood. Oh, look down there, right at the end. Simon found a menstruating woman right there. All right. Tango so Bravo. I'm going to go. She's glowing. Let, let's go. Let's look go. That. Oh, she's yeah. coming down we the aisle. We got a powerful font here. It's, uh, All right, it's the Simon. effluvium from this is almost overwhelming. Excuse well, boys, me, miss. Uh, boys, I have a feeling we're about to get the taste of iron in our mouths. <laughs> All right, let's let's go ahead and uh, cut this tape before things get really, really, really gross. All right, this is uh, Buster Dogman Ashmore. All right, with Elyon Mention White, and we are about to go commence Operation Boondock Saints. Uh, if my wife finds this, I didn't do all the things you probably think I did. I love you. Bye bye. Uh, you know, make sure Simon has a good home. Thank you, Bravo.